What? Hello and welcome to the Sweating Palms Podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. This is normally the part where the other host would introduce themselves. However, I am riding solo this week. My normal co-host that I would have this week, slash housemate, slash boyfriend, has tested positive for the Rona. So we are currently trapped in our home. And this, my friends, is going to be a pure disaster. Because there are not many things that are more terrifying than me being alone with my thoughts. And here you are having to listen to it. So let's just get into it. I should probably start you guys out by letting you know uh, who we are and what we do, which I sort of did. We are the Sweating Punk Podcast, and we tell stories. I like referring to myself as more than one person. This makes me feel not so alone. It's good. It's good. Keep, keep going. Keep going. Okay. All right. We tell stories that encapsulate the sweating palms, anxious and awkward feeling. For instance, if you're hosting a podcast by yourself that is normally a conversationally toned podcast with a co-host, that is sweating, palmy. Or perhaps you fell in love and you kind of get awkward and anxious a lot. That happens. Perhaps you bore witness to a murder. That's also awful. Maybe you were embarrassed once. That's super sweaty. So basically, if you have ever had an experience that vaguely encapsulates that feeling, that's what we're all about here. The way we normally start off this show is by getting it off our chest, whatever the day, month, year has brought us. So you just have something you want to vent about a little bit and a little idea that's been trickling around and that trickling or trickling or fuck me drink. Do you have an idea you want to talk about? This is going to be a disaster. Yeah, that's what we do. And this is the part where I'd normally tell my co-host to go first. And they would tell me no. They'd ask me to go first, and I'd insist upon them going first. But this time I cannot do that. There is no scapegoat, and I must go first. Obviously, there's a lot happening right now, so I feel like, you know, COVID sucks super, like, dumb in general still. Not a good time. My kids aren't home, which is very strange. Um, and I'm hoping that I can just, like, avoid it so that hopefully they can come back home soon. Because we don't want the babies getting sick. Um, but I do have a great story for you guys, actually, that just happened like half an hour before I started recording this. And that is that I'm sitting outside in my backyard patio, as the Lord of the Flies does, and all of a sudden I hear like the screeching and yowling sound of like cats fighting, like very close to me, it felt like. And so across the yard, there's another house. And I'm like, it's coming from right over there, just across my backyard. And I immediately think it must be Kiki. And like, and so I call for him. No reply. It got really silent. And then all of a sudden, a cat fell from my neighbor's roof. Just that's all I could see. It's dark outside. I heard cats fighting. And all of a sudden, a cat just drops off the roof. And I'm laughing because I cannot believe that I saw that. Um, it's not funny <laughs> It's kind of funny. Uh, and so I call for my cat again because I'm scared that it's him. He has currently a bald spot on top of his head where a cat just like ripped him up and he's been just kind of getting beat up. Um, and for a while I was hoping that maybe like, you know, it's one of those things where like, huh, hopefully the other guy looks worse than you do. But I don't think he does seeing as my cat fell off the roof. 
I call for him again and I do the like, like, you know, call, call the cat thing. Cause I'm still hoping maybe it's not my cat that was just doing that. But lo and behold, here, I hear the clinging of the fence where that he likes to jump on and he comes running up to me and just sits down and stares at me. So I get him in the house, obviously, and he's kind of limping around. And it was just insane to watch my cat fall off a roof fighting another cat. I don't really know who they think they are, but I think my cat should probably stick with birds and bugs because obviously, like, fighting with cats and raccoons is not working out for him too well. That's what I had to get off my chest. I don't know how long of an episode this is going to be, you guys, because I'm already getting sick of the sound of my own voice. Oh, yeah. Also, my sister got married. Um, Congratulations, sister. She doesn't listen, so it's fine. And in honor of their marriage, I have some, like, random Reddit stories. Because, first of all, I didn't really, like, I realized that things could go wrong. Like, there's, I mean, plenty of rom-coms about, like, things that go wrong at weddings, right? I did not realize how many, first of all, rules there were about having weddings. I didn't realize that, like, like, and rules that, like, maybe I should have known, but I didn't, okay? I have heard recently some crazy stories about mothers-in-law, mothers-in-law, mother, mother-in-laws, there it is, drink, about mother-in-laws who wear white to, like, spite the bride, which is insane. That I have a problem with, but, like, generally, like, I, I couldn't imagine having an issue with somebody wearing white at a wedding. Yeah, are there other rules? Why did all everything just leave my brain? Oh, I didn't realize that some people have, like, no child- no children allowed weddings, which makes sense. Like, I don't, I wouldn't do it, I don't think. But I didn't realize that people did that and that it has become a problem. So then people hold these no child ceremonies and then somebody will always bring a child anyway. Blows my mind. All right. This is not as fun without somebody else to talk to you. I hope you're enjoying this. If you aren't, if this is your first time listening to this podcast, please go listen to literally any other episode. Like, any other episode. You're going to be better off. This one's going to be a mess. It's not going to set the tone for you. All right. I guess I'll, I keep trying to make this longer, but it turns out when you have, when you're all alone and there's no one there beside you, you don't have as much to say. My first story from Reddit comes from user 123 Captain Nick. Captain Monty's got some competition. Just kidding. This was five years ago. Captain Nick says, I'm actually a wedding DJ. I once attended a wedding in which the groom failed to attend. It was a total disaster. The bride looked like she could have been just 18, absolutely adorably cute, and she just sat out in the hallway crying. As her parents and friends and family were moved from the ceremony hall to the reception area for dinner and drinks. Weirdly enough, the groom showed up later in the evening after the minister had already gone home. We had their formal dances... But on that day, they didn't actually get married. If this is true, this is absolutely insane. Even if it's not true, like, good story, bro. But the fact that, like, you would still carry on, you would have to, yeah, you would have to feed your family and do the drinks because you already paid for that. Like, might as well have a party, right? And, And be sad that your groom didn't show up. But then for him to show up later and then just be like, oh, yeah, let's just do all our dances. Like, no big deal. Like, we didn't just plan this for probably a year. Is crazy. So that's the first one. Okay, you're really getting the sweating palms today. This wedding that A underscore Sheila shares five years ago is an absolute shit show. Like, right away. She says, at her cousin April's 1992 wedding, 
In no particular order, the groom had sex with the stripper at his bachelor party the night before. Also didn't realize that that actually happened. I thought that was like a movie thing. I guess people are shitty in real life, though, so that makes sense. Also, he was super proud that they were getting married at the wedding chapel that John Wayne Bobbitt was working at. Oh, the bride and the groom snort some coke in their limo on their way to the reception. Bride and groom continue to snort coke in the bathrooms at their reception. Yeah, I mean, well, once you got it started, really, I wouldn't have expected them to stop. All the relatives get blind drunk, including my husband's grandparents. We were the only sober ones. Cousin Lori wants to dance to I Want to Fuck You Like an Animal with my husband, who happens to be one of her first cousins. One of the relatives made off with all the table decorations. It's really funny to me. Um, all kids under 10 years old smeared wedding cake and food all over each other. Just picturing the most white trash wedding ever. Just children, sticky, greasy, disgusting children. <laughs> cousin Lori is just hoeing it up with her cousin. Everyone's drunk and on coke. Oh my god. And then to just end the night, the groom and bride returned to her mother's house with the rest of the family, and all they cared about was opening the envelopes that they'd received for money. They could give a shit less about anything else. They probably needed more coke, obviously. Amazingly, the marriage lasted 10 years. I guess Cousin April got tired of her husband not coming home at night because he was, quote, too tired to come home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's an elementary school teacher. Good story. Underscore free your mind five years ago says, for the record, this happened two days ago at my cousin's wedding. So five years and two days ago. The bride and groom had requested there be no young children at the wedding, which in my opinion is a pretty understandable request. Well, a member of one of the families created a huge stink about it, saying that no one would watch their one-year-old. My cousin and his fiance kept insisting that they didn't want children, at least at the ceremony. I think that is an understandable request a little bit. For sure. Well, they brought the baby anyway. I bet you can guess what happens next. Two minutes into the respectful silence of a really nice ceremony, the baby starts screaming bloody murder. Luckily, they were at least respectful enough to leave when the baby started crying. Well, I guess the baby calmed down, brought them back in, and before you know, round two, bloody murder. You could feel the entire crowd cringe. I felt terrible for my cousin and his new wife because they are really genuine and understanding people. It was incredibly rude and disrespectful. Yeah, that makes sense to me, honestly. Especially if you're asked. Like, if you're asked not to do it, then yeah, like, don't do it. That's rude. And your kid sucks. So do you. This is very short, but I like the back and forth. Real Digger Hours, five years ago, says, my brother proposed to his girlfriend at my wedding. That's another one of those rules. I'm like, yeah, you don't do that. That's, it's not your day. It's not about you. Quit it. So then somebody responds. They said, tell me she said no. They tried to convince the pastor to marry them that day. Your brother's a piece of shit. Was. He died last month. <laughs> I don't know why. That's not funny either. I'm sorry that you're lost. It's like somebody, it's like when you talk shit about, like, your sibling. You're like, God, my so-and-so's a bitch. And then somebody's like, yeah, this person's a bitch. And you're like, don't talk about my don't talk about my so-and-so. It's my so-and-so. Yeah, this is weird, isn't it? This is going to be a real short one. I'm so sorry. If this gets any listens, like, thanks for your pity. I need it, apparently. <laughs> oh, another one. 
This one's interesting. People, when pe when people hire a wedding photographer, it's not like a free for, it's for the wedding and it's not for you and your family. If that's something that's like planned for pictures of whoever at the wedding, that's great and wonderful. That's awfully nice of the bride and groom to do for you all. However, this is crazy. This is, uh, this person doesn't have an account anymore, but it says, buddy of mine got married. His sister was the quote unquote best man. She was wearing a dress that could have easily been a wedding dress if it was not gray. She was getting married the month after. So it was suggested to just take her wedding photos at his wedding and crank up the white balance on the dress, which is weird, right? Somebody responds. I said, when I hear crazy ass shit like this, I always have to ask, why is no one telling them to cut their shit and get the fuck out? Like, just the whole idea of, like, making it about them or bringing up this idea the day before you're in the wedding party. Like, if that was a thing, you could have been like, hey, maybe while they're there, can I chip in on your photography stuff? Whatever. Okay, good time. I liked this one, too. And this will be the last one, maybe. Joel Quest, five years ago, says, I used to work for a DJ company, and one time one of the DJs was performing at his best friend's wedding, which is weird. You should never ask friends to work a wedding. So he needed to borrow a bunch of equipment and asked me to come along to handle setup and run lights. The DJ, who was, at this time, one of the more respected senior DJs at this company, was the worst example of a wedding DJ I ever saw. One, he played music all night way too loud. Even after guests complained, he would pretend to turn it down then turn it back up. He drank all night long and ended up sloppy before dinner even ended. So much so that the bridal party intros were... I'm really bad at this word. Is it unintelligible? Couldn't understand it. Kind of like the word I just said. He played nothing but Sinatra during dinner. I mean, come on. I agree with that one. That's bad. This is exactly why people who do podcasts by themselves just script it out beforehand. They have a nice podcast voice ready to go and they're not trying to have conversations like themselves with, with themselves because it's not working so good he played the wrong first dance song for about 10 seconds until his friend the groom and bride were staring at him and he decided to say oops over the mic then start playing the correct song not from the beginning during dinner he proposed to his girlfriend right in the middle of the dance floor Quit doing that. If you're a person who is thinking about like this being the perfect time to do that, don't do that, okay? It's fucking weird. And of course, it was so loud during dancing that almost all the guests left after complaining in vain to turn, to, to turn, turn him down, him to turn it down. You guys knew what I meant. I reported this horrendous turn of events to the owner of the DJ company who shrugged it off because he really didn't care what sort of service he provided just as long as he was paid by clients. I quit soon after. The end. Well, you guys, wasn't that super awesome and not at all weird? I had a good time. I hope you did, too. Well, yeah, this is the part where we say what we're grateful for. Okay, I'm really grateful for all the wonderful people in my life, and we have a lot of people who really love us, and um, a lot of people who are able to help out. So, like, even right now, while I'm really upset that my kids aren't going to be here for probably at least five days, um... I'm really glad to know that I have people who can take in my children in order to keep them safe and healthy. And that's a good thing. Also, I'm glad my cat didn't die from his freaking fall off the roof. I wish I could have got that on camera. Insane. I don't even know if it was a cat he was fighting or if he was like fighting with a raccoon again. Who knows? Anyways, if you, if you just love this thing that's happening, 
Well, you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. Do you want to tell a story? And you can send in your stories to sweatingpalmspod at gmail.com. Once again, that's sweatingpalmspod at gmail.com. We'll see what happens next week. Hard telling, not knowing, you know. Okay, this was weird. Bye.